welcome back to the Delaware Boys Dynasty Football Podcast. Ryan, say what's up to the people, man. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be back on the stream with my buddy Steven over here. Um, today, we're going to be covering our first, as a podcast, our first 10-team rookie mock draft, uh, which I'm super excited about. Got pulled a little bit of everybody from each league that we've been in and kind of threw something together real quick. So that's what we're going to cover today. We're going to do a four-round Superflex mock draft just to kind of get an idea how people are feeling, you know, as of April 11th before the draft happens. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, Superflex style, we're only doing four rounds here. So Superflex style draft here. Um, we just want to give you guys an idea of where players are falling ADP-wise pre-draft. Pre-NFL draft, remember that. Ending spots are not determined. So we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna let it roll. Uh like Ryan said, group of ten guys amongst different leagues that we play in. Um yeah, let's get this thing started, boys. Hold on. I gotta remember which one this is. That's not it. That be it. All right. And we are on the clock. Not officially, but we got our little uh, ghost partner in the first slot, one-on-one. Seth will be on the clock here. Um, easy pick, in my opinion. We're going to see how this rolls. Yeah, we're hoping that everybody can be here, you know. Everybody, yeah, Seth, Seth said he was here. Man, you hate to see a stall in the first pick in the rookie draft, but I think yeah, we all know what's coming. Even if it even if it autos in two minutes and twenty five seconds, we we all know who it should be. Yeah, waiting on Seth here. There he goes. He's here. Easy He's pick. On. Easy pick here. This is my consensus one one. Uh, Ryan, you got any? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, my pick was gonna be Bryce Young. I have him as my QB one, um, but I think the top three are pretty set in stone. So I'm gonna take my QB two. Most people's QB one here, but I'm gonna take my QB two. Yeah, you're really hoping to get uh, Bryce Young at 1-3, kind of hoping for the fall. But it don't always work like that, man. It don't always work like that. (laughs) Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I love that pick there as well. Yeah, Um, I I like it over Richardson just because Richardson has such a small – I mean, very low ceiling – or very low floor, excuse me. And the ceiling for Richardson is crazy. So it's just something I don't like to bet on. I know J- Jackson Smith and Jigba is an absolute stud. So I have no problem with yeah. him going at 1 4. Yeah, I, I would take in Jigba as well. I actually yeah. don't have Richardson inside my top five picks. That's kind of surprising. Uh, I'm assuming. These QBs to me are, they are certified studs. They're floor is high with a high ceiling as well. I don't want to bank on somebody I don't know that I think can succeed. Athletic profile is off the charts, but as a QB, will he succeed in the league? That's my main question. Right. Um, 
But I think, like, I, me personally, I have Gibbs at six. I think between Gibbs and Njigba, I think they're the four and the five. That's just me. Um, yeah, I, I'm i not a fan of Richardson. I'm going to make that known now. Uh, <laughs> so, for me, I wouldn't take him. I would take him at one seven. But I, I'm inside my top five. I can't get behind him. Okay. I respect it. And then one six. I mean, I think the first six are pretty locked in. You can – I mean – Sure, if you want to put Addison above Richardson, but I mean, at the end of the day, we are in a super flex, and Richardson could offer you that Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts type level play, Lamar Jackson. If he pans out, it's going to take a little bit of time, but in these dynasty leagues, sometimes it's worth the it's worth the shot. I mean, nobody really thought Jalen Hurts was going to be much of anything, and then he exploded. Yeah, I'm not saying Richardson can't be great. I'm not saying that at all. Um, it just to me, man, like. I don't, I don't know who he is. I really don't. Yeah. I have no idea. Right. Everybody wants to say Cam Newton, but I'm gonna tell you what: Cam Newton was way more refined when it came to throwing the football in college. Uh, Richardson has a lot of work to do. Um, to me, it's it's scary to take somebody like that. If you're QB needy, then by all means. But if you can wait on a QB, and you know you might be able to attack the position in 2024, which I think is a stronger QB class than this one here. Mm-hmm. I would take the certified, the certified skill position guys. Right. And then I went Gibbs at six. Um, I feel like most people are know electric playmaker. Great with the ball in his hands. He's a great pass catching back, which is kind of what you look for for the NFL. The only, the only thing that um, worries me a little bit with Gibbs is only having three goal line carries in college last year, despite his dominance. Um, that's a little scary for me. But outside of that, I have no issues with, with Gibbs. Oh, man. That sucks. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted Zay Flowers here. Uh, I have him as my wide receiver three. Uh, I had a Quentin Johnson. I have some some question mark concerns with Quentin Johnson. Typically, a lot of people will notice that he catches with his body here. Um, he's a very, he's a body catcher, things like that, but his athleticism does is off the charts, but there's some things that, that definitely make you question Quentin Johnson for sure. Um, here I'm going to go my running back three. Uh, I love this dude. He is my, my favorite running back. You're going to grab in the second round. I'm going to grab Sean Tucker. I like it. Sean Tucker. Uh, just a little heads up on Sean Tucker. Um, Speed, size, strength, runs with it all. Top five in the nation last year in, uh, <clears throat> in yards after contact. Top five in broken tackles. Has a receiving profile. Puts Syracuse on his back. Uh, the dude runs hard. The dude is a is a athletic freak. On top of the fact, he's somebody that running backs aren't being talked about. He's one of those running backs that aren't talked about. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, that went 110. He gets a lot of love out of UCLA. Jameer Gibbs, Bijan obviously get a lot of love, but I think Sean Tucker deserves some love as well. I think he's a steal at 2-3. He's my running back three. Oh, we're talking about Sean Tucker? Yeah, I love Sean Tucker. Uh, look, Like you said, loving to add him in the second round. Um, you see him kind of falling down draft boards. For some of the guys that have like less of a – oh, something goes down. So, okay. Um, so, here's where I sit with it. Sitting in my spot here at 2-6. Um, 
I already took a running back. Um, normally, something I wouldn't do is go back to back running backs in a uh, in a rookie draft. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but this guy's kind of exploded on the scene. Uh, Two lane running back, Tajay Spears. Um, I like him a lot. He exploded under the scene at the Senior Bowl. Um, and that put me on notice, went back and watched the tape. He is, he's a dog. Um, maybe held back a little bit by Tulane despite his success. Great pass catching back, just like, just like Gibbs is. Um, kind of sound like a broken record because I kind of talk about two pass catching backs, back to back rounds, but, uh, I think Tajay Spears could be special or worst case scenario, he ends up just like a, kind of like what we saw with DeAndre Swift last year. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Tajay Spears was the standout at the Senior Bowl. Right, he was absolutely. an absolute stud at the Senior Bowl. Definitely made everybody pay attention. Um, I, I love love Tajay Spears. I love that pick there as well. I love that pick. Um, Addison and Tillman. Uh, you notice too, my player that's fallen down the boards that a lot of people aren't talking about, Jalen Hyatt. Uh, he's been falling recently in mock drafts and. And I understand why. I really do. If you watch it, like his route to me just isn't impressive. Uh, he seems like, he he <laughs> like a one turn type of burner, type of receiver, like a very good pick. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fading Jalen Hyatt to the. I think Jalen Hyatt should fall to the back end, second or the third here. One, two, three, four, five, six receivers ahead of him. Yeah. yeah, I can I can get behind this actually. No, six I think is is the right spot for him. Um, he kind of rose up boards surprisingly to me as well. I've always been a Tillman guy. Um, I think he's kind of been been more proven. So, oh my god, your brother's killing me, bro. I mean, that's I mean, you see who you be talking to. I wish he was here to talk about Zay Flowers because that man loves Zay Flowers, man. Let me tell you, I love, he's been I love him Zay Flowers as well. I love Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is going to be so good, dude. <laughs> Kendry, great pick. Kendry um, here, I'm going to grab. I'm going to grab a running back that's rising up my boards, and I mean rising drastically. I'm all in Israel Abinakanda. Uh, huge production numbers at Pittsburgh University of Pitt. Uh, his athletic profile is off the charts. Uh, has the size for a three-down workload in the league. Uh, when I watch his tape, the only thing that I notice is, and obviously the biggest thing comes down to pass protection. You want to protect your guy. Um, I think he's going to get day two draft capital. Um, I'll say this. If he has the ability to to work on the pass protection and hone in on the little things that he needs to take care of, I'm all for him being – being a day two draft selection, third round running back. And I could see him rising up these boards as we go with draft or with the draft capital he earns. Yeah. He's an absolute stud. Yeah. I've been on his back for a while now. Um, just kind of diving into like deeper running backs in the film and finding his tape. It's just like, Oh, wow. Um, great downhill runner. I like so. him a lot. Um, so here we go. Um, you know, 
Kincaid rising up boards kills me here. Uh, I'll, but if he wasn't going to make it past you, then no chance he's making it to me. By the way, I love that Roshan Johnson pick, just for the record. Um, yeah, I think sure. in any other year, if Bijan wasn't coming out of Texas already, then Roshan would be higher on people's boards. Absolutely. Um, so to get him in the third round, I mean, he's still got NFL size. He's still a beast. Like, yeah, he's the two to Bijan, but he's still got the flash here and there at Texas. Um, so here I go. Two running backs back to back. Don't really want to go running back again. This guy's fallen down boards drastically. Some people thought he would have been the wide receiver two or three coming out of this draft class before the season. But now here we are sitting, drafting him wide receiver, what, eight? Um, yeah. I'm going on Boutier. Um, you, a lot of the times when you look at college prospects, you don't look at breakout age. And Boutier broke out early. And now he's has he kind of like fallen off a little bit? Yeah, sure. But at the 3-6 spot, I'm willing to take that bet that like – even if he works out a little bit, even if he can shine as he did his first two years at LSU, and I'm going to be in good shape. Honestly, man, he just he he was our he was a wide receiver one of this class two years ago, and then I mean he was just drastically drastically hit with injuries. I mean drastic injuries, and then he comes in, he doesn't even participate in his pro day. He didn't do himself any favors. You know what I mean? Right. I, I mean, I, I see it, but right. I used to be a big fan of Boutier. Um, given this year's take compared to the previous, um, definitely not top notch. But like you said, drastic injuries. But we see, we hear stories of these guys in college getting beat up, banged up, and then come in and have prolific careers. Um, Debo Samuel of recent memory spent most of South Carolina days beat up and banged up. Now, did he lose a little bit of time in the NFL? Sure. But when he's on the field, he shines bright. I'm going to tell you one thing too. With Booty, with Booty, he didn't, he, he just didn't have great play when it came at LSU as well. Right. Um, I, I love the talent. I mean, can he be the can he be the George Pickens of this class? Like you know, one of those gems that's found in the late second round. You know what I mean? And and continue to grow as a player. We'll see. I'm not a I'm not a uh, I'm trying to avoid him at all costs in my rookie drafts. But I mean, at wow. six, I get it. Yeah. I mean, third round. I mean, I think Abanaconda is a great value in the third round. Kendra Miller as well. Um. I think all these guys, dude, Chase Brown. We talk about senior, we talk about Senior Bowl standouts. Chase Brown and the Combine standout was awesome. And there goes my receiver. I really wanted. Yeah, I saw you almost click him last round, but you, but you, but you pulled <laughs> off. Yeah, I love, I love Marvin Williams. I do love Marvin Williams, man. This is nice because it really gives like the audience and you guys watching like a real inside insight on what's going on right now because I feel like nothing crazy has happened in this draft. So it gives you a good idea of kind of like ADP where they're at. I mean, sure, you might have a guy going one or two difference, but for the most part, this so far seems pretty, pretty even. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty – I mean, this is a pretty, you know – 
evenly laid out draft. Um, I don't mind it at all. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I am, man. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at a couple here. A couple receivers stand out to me here. Deuce fall. I can't get behind Deuce even in the fourth. He's just so, so small, dude. I hate drafting. Uh, I hate drafting under undersized players. Drives me absolutely crazy. Same thing why I don't understand the whole A-chain hype, but I get it. He's fast. He's so fast. He's a track I star. I, trust me. I get it. But he's a track star, dude. I mean, Tyreek Hill worked out pretty well, I want to say. But, like, ooh, Hutchinson. Great pick. I like that. Take my boy Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice. I'm um, be honest with you here. I love this pick. Um, as a fourth round pick, especially, I mean, look at the college production, look at the NFL combine production. Uh, he stands out. He's one of the most productive wide receivers in college last year. Athletic profile stands out huge, <clears throat> big body receiver can play the ball. Well, uh, at times with Rasheed, I'm going to be honest with you. If you watch his tape, I think he's too, what's the word I'm looking for? I think he's too content to play the jump ball. If you notice, like he doesn't, he's not very good at shielding defenders off his back and things like that. He's always playing 50 50 balls. Uh, there's there's holes in his profile, but I'm going to be honest with you. In the fourth round, he's a great receiver to grab. Um, there's always receivers or players that fall later in these rookie drafts that tend to shine and out, you know, uh, outproduce their, their ADP. So Rasheed Rice could be that player to me for sure. Right. On the clock here, um, one of my darlings of tape. Uh, for me personally, I'm going Raheem Jarrett here. Um, I have a great – I have such an affinity with Maryland receivers. Now, is he as polished as DJ Moore or Stefan Diggs coming out? Probably not, but he still has the tools to get there. Um, he's a good enough prospect to get it done. Like once you get in, kind of see what you have, depending on where he lands. I I, I love Raheem Jarrett still. Yeah, I have no problem with Raheem. Jarrett. And, I mean, six foot, one ninety, could be a little weight, but he's got NFL. He's got Tanner the NFL build. See, so I almost went Tanner McGee just because I think taking quarterbacks late in can never really hurt you. Um, I mean, look at Brock Purdy. <laughs> You never, you never, you never really know. Honestly, though, amongst the top five QBs, I can't say who's going to pan out, who's not. I truly only see two panning out in this top five. Obviously, the two most polished QBs. Uh, but I've been proven wrong before. Jalen Hurts was a second round QB, and he's an absolute stud. Lamar Jackson was a late round first QB. Pans out. I mean, there's a lot of instances where later round QBs do pan out. Right. Um, but on a just AT Perry, good pick, good pick. Um, so is there anything here that stands out to you, Ryan? Well, that's what I was kind of getting at. Um, well, 
if we're, if we're really getting into it, Hendon Hooker at 210. I mean, I get I get the risk. It's 210, 20th player drafted, but I don't know. Well, he's 24 years old. It's kind of one of those things where, like, if he doesn't get a starting spot and he sits for a while, like, you kind of have to hope he is what he is right out for it. The best value in this draft, I'm going to be honest with you, I love the Dalton Kincaid pick, man. I really do. Kincaid 3 1 is great. Um, I, Kincaid's going crazy up boards because, I mean, Mayor goes here first, but I would say consensus right now. I think most of the dynasty community ourselves are more in on Kincaid than Mayor. It comes down to this, man. Michael Mayer is one of those tight ends that could turn into be a better football player than fantasy player, like we talk about with Kittle. Yeah. Uh, even though he's great, I'm gonna be honest with you, Michael Mayer isn't great at creating separation. He has a very he has a very strong catch radius and a very a very elite catch radius. He's very good at at playing playing defenders on his back, creating separation that way and you know, and types of shielding defenders. But when it comes to creating pure separation, he's not very good at it. Um Dalton Kincaid is a receiving monster. A absolute monster. Mm-hmm. And I think in fantasy it makes more sense to go Kincaid and chase that upside as if Michael Mayer is a better football player. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Here's like uh, the upgrade in the fourth as well. I'll throw a hot take out there. Just a shout out to the world. Um, and if it bites me in the ass, I'll still stand by it. I don't, I don't love Charbonnet going in the first round at all. Um, I don't have I don't have him as my third running back off the board, like I said. Yeah. So like I said, there's a lot of things I look for in running back tape. Steven knows more about it than I do, but one of the things I look for the most is like when running backs have wonky feet. Um that scares the shit out of me. Last year a big uh big person for that was Isaiah Spiller. Um now Charbonnet doesn't have it quite as bad as he did, but you can see sometimes he gets a little wonky with his feet, kinda not as quick as like some of the smaller guys. Stuff like that worries me. I mean, he's not Derrick Henry. He's got that size, but like there's only one Derrick Henry. I don't I don't get chasing that. Um I don't know. I'm just, I'm not in love with Charbonnet, especially now that he's consensus RB three. I'm going to be honest with you, too. Like, when you watch him play, he – so, like, when, when I watch Charbonnet play, like, when I when I sit down and watch UCLA tape, on top of being six foot, 215 pounds, his athletic profile does not – it doesn't set the world on fire, right? It doesn't right. set the world on fire. On top of that, he – Yes, he does the little things right. He doesn't fumble the ball much. He's very patient nope. when it comes to behind the line of scrimmage. Solid plat- pass blocker. I'm going to be honest with you like that. But like you said, he just doesn't – he's not tight with it. Like he's not – it's not fluent. It looks weird when he plays running back. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's weird playing running back. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he has the acceleration to win a foot race – in the NFL when it comes no. to that breakaway. And that, um, that's the other thing I want to bring up is like a lot of times in college, especially if you watch the tape, he depends on going through people sometimes. Right. And he, he, a little bit he, too much. You're not going to get away with that as much in the NFL when these guys me, are. Yeah. To me, he reminds me of like a, a poor man's Devonte Freeman. 
He's a poor man's Devontae Freeman. And obviously Freeman was a, you know, was a all pro running back, you know, had some solid years in Atlanta. But like when it comes to it, you can't run over everybody in the NFL. Right. It, you just can't do it. On top of that, like he said, he doesn't gather well. He doesn't he doesn't cut well. Mm-mm. He's very his feet his footwork is very weird to me. Uh I've I'm not on Zach Charbonnet at all. I have yeah. him at like running back five. I actually have Sean Tucker and I have Kendry Miller ahead of Zach Charbonnet, to be honest with you. Hmm. I'm a big run I'm a big running back fan. So like when I I'm say not that, all the way sold on Kendra Miller. But I love Kendry you're, Miller. But you're the running back guy, so love Kendry Miller. Uh Sean Tucker's been my running back three since this all started. I haven't sold yet on it. Um, to get him at two three was a huge value here. Uh, I also want to talk about Cedric Tillman. It's a huge pick. I'm a big fan of Cedric Tillman. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Hendon Hooker's guy. Uh, they, they got yeah. that connection. Um, I, that's why I kind of touched on a little bit already in draft, but like I, I never, I never understood the Hyatt jump over Tillman. Me either. But and, and you know what it comes down to? It comes down to the speed. That's what it comes down to. And I hate that. I absolutely hate when it comes down to speed because we've seen speed guys not make it in the NFL. You right. have to have some kind of route tree to be able to make it in the NFL. And to me, Jalen Hyatt, if you pull up his PFF route tree, his win grade on everything, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Right. He's, he's bottom percentile in zone coverage and beating zone coverage, man coverage, and press. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, I, he's – it's going to be hard for him to to use his straight line speed if he can't get off the line of scrimmage. Me, he, he doesn't play strong, and I love Tillman. That's a great pick there. I like uh, Tillman. Uh, yeah, Josh Downs falling to two five. That's a huge pick as well. Huge. Pick. Yeah, I was hoping Downs was going to end up to me at two six, but yeah, it happens. You get sniped here and there. I'm a big Downs guy. Yep. Nick also with Luke Musgrave four four. I'm a big fan of that pick. Yeah. Um just giving some pick to the or giving some love to these lower these lower pick guys. Love love this tight end class. I think this is one of the deepest tight end classes we'll see in some time. Uh one surprise I didn't I'm surprised Sam Laporta didn't get drafted here in the first four rounds. I'm a big fan of Sam Laporta as well. Um Okay. So I, I thought he deserved to go in the top four rounds, to be honest with you. Um my buddy Anthony here took Muhammad Muhammad Ibrahim. Not a big fan. Not a big fan of the tape. Not a big fan of the profile. Did come off an Achilles tear in college as well. You know mm-hmm. how I feel about Achilles tears before, and as is before entering the NFL. Right. Uh, so there's that. Also, you're a wide receiver guy. So have you had a chance to really study At Perry? I haven't gotten into At Perry as much anymore. I just got done with Hutchinson. I'm kind of making. I'm still making my way down. His tape pops. His tape absolutely uh, pops. I've been watching a lot of threads here and there too. Like when it comes to At Perry, his tape it pops. Yeah, it really does. I'll and check it out. Guy, yeah, one more guy that didn't get drafted too out of BYU. His tape also pops as well. That would be Puka Nakua. You ever have you got into him? Yeah, I love his tape. I think he's a the solid only reason player. I clicked on his tape is because of his name. To be honest with you, like it is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous tape. But yeah, no, he doesn't look bad. Uh, I, I say tape, but I've only watched maybe like two five minute videos, so not much. But yeah, he does look 
He does look good. Yeah, um, especially when you look into those fifth round guys, like if you can find anybody with any type of like you can point at that tool and say he's elite at it, I think it's worth a it's worth a shot. Right. And that's what like when you watch these tapes, you want to find not only one thing, but a couple of things that these guys are good at. Like um you you focus on Jameer Gibbs and you say, Wow, this dude has the speed, the twitchiness, the change of direction, all of these things he's an elite producer at. And honestly, people also forget to mention Jameer Gibbs is probably the best route runner in this class. Jameer Gibbs' route, his route running is insane. For running backs. Yeah, dude, he's the best route. He's insane. And so those are things you want to point out. Like when you're watching these tapes, break it down. What can this guy do that's better than this guy? And right. just they, they, you want them to have more than one thing they're good at. You want them to have an elite skill set in certain areas. And I think this draft was pretty solid. There's a couple of picks. There's a couple of picks that I would have went other directions. Like I said, there's some guys that I saw didn't get drafted that I thought deserved to. Like I said, Sam Laporta and um, <clears throat> Puka Nakua, and just just a couple other guys. Yeah. Um, but overall, nothing crazy. There's no crazy pick in this in this draft, to be honest with you. Yeah, here's the thing. I just want to preach this, especially to like anybody watching. It's like if go watch tape yourself. A lot of times these pros, as we talk to you, they're not always right. Okay. Now you can go look at their their um go look at their stuff and see what they have to say about this guy, that guy, another thing. I think uh some of these players kind of start to snowball in the dynasty community. And these guys that don't really deserve to get these jumps, get jumps. Uh, I think Hyatt's a good example of that. And Charbonnet is a good example of that. Um, just go do your own research. That's why we hold, made this whole podcast. Uh, I, we listened to the experts for a while. After a while, it's, I don't know. It kind of feels like everybody has the same opinion. So just go form your own. Go watch the tape. Break it down. Take 30 minutes every few days and just sit there and watch some tape. Yeah. Remember this too. This is just a general ADP, you know, idea. Um, I'm going to say this, form your own idea. Um, as a dynasty content creator, I've learned one thing. Nobody will be right hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. So when I say this, I have Sean Tucker running back three. Some people have him running back six. Some having running back three with me. Some have him all over the place. Yeah, I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong. That's fine. But when I watch the tape and I break it down, to me, he's the third best running back in this class. Just like Ryan. Ryan does the same thing with his guys. And that's just where we come. We come into a consensus average when we do our rankings. Um, I don't. I have Zay Flowers wide receiver three in this class. He wins wide receiver four. So I don't care. I'm just saying, just, just be aware Watch the tape yourself. Don't always follow these. Don't always follow these pro content creators because they're wrong too. Everybody's right. allowed to be wrong. Go watch the tape. Enjoy college football because it's one of the best things there is. Love watching college football on Saturdays, and just sit down and break it down, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of fun players to watch. There's a lot of talent on this board. So just remember to do that. Let me stop this. And we've been live for. You know, 30 minutes, it's been a hell of a time. I got some comments I want to bring on the thing, too. Uh, from Buckdown off YouTube, I love your content. Man, we appreciate that. 
it's not very often that we get um, comments on here. Everybody usually gives us comments afterwards. We love doing live comments. We appreciate that, man. We really do. We try to be different to the community. We try. We bring our own spin and our own thesis on things. We love what we do for you guys. Thank you for following us, and thank you for the love. Thank you, Bucktown. I can love you. I'll die for you. <laughs> um, Ryan, we just want to do a little a little ADP, uh, just reveal for the rookies. Um, four rounds, you know, we, we got her done. Um, man, here's your, here's your time to shine, baby. What's up, everybody? First of all, I just want to thank um, everybody that just participated in the mock draft with us. Um, like I said before, to start the show off, this is our first live rookie uh, mock start, whatever. Um, so I'm just grateful to finally have that community kind of put together. Um, a lot of, For a lot of people like me and Steven, this is like a big step forward, is like being able to put out live, itty, live drafts, be like intact with the community. So I just want to give like special thanks to everybody that's participated with us. And then to the people that were watching, thank you for supporting. I'm glad that you're here. Per usual, I'll keep saying it, I'll say it more. You guys are our ground floor. Um, and we're just going to build from there. We appreciate you guys being here early. Um, love seeing comments like that from Buckdown. We don't get them very often. So once again, thank you, Mr. Buckdown. We also want to tell you too, guys, that we, uh, we start in the process of our rebranding. But please continue to check us out at VSN. We stream there. We stream there uh, weekly. We, we're my eight to four weeks. We usually get two to three podcasts in. Um, this is that week, so we will be going live probably later in this week as well. Uh, RPO Football, check out their pot or their website. We have all of our dynasty rankings and our rookie superflex rankings done on that site. Now we are working on our projections for the years for per players as well, so that will be on there as well. Um, we love you guys. We we love the continued support. And just just keep being you guys. We appreciate you guys. We really do. Our following is growing drastically, and we support that, and we appreciate that so much. Right. Um, on that note, we're out, boys. Thank you very much for the time. Appreciate everybody that supported us and participated in the mock draft.